Welcome to Fund Forte Fast Tracks, the podcast. We're dedicated to fast track fundraising, event planning, development, and more with the Fund Forte method designed by Beauty Maria G. Camacho. This is a platform where we share personalities, professionals, plans, products, services, and tips that work wonders in the ever growing fundraising events and nonprofit industries. Thank you for taking the fast track with Fund Forte. Hello, everyone from everywhere. Thank you so much for taking the time to follow the Fun Forte Fast Tracks blog, channel, and podcast. Welcome to track number five, Fundraiser History. I'm your host, Beauty Camacho, the founder of Fun Forte. If you're reading up on the blog, listening in on the podcast, or watching over on the channel, I just ask that you do so safely and responsibly by assuring your attention is set on matters that are urgent or important to the well-being of yourself and others around you. Thank you so much. As we go along through the Fun Forte Fast Tracks, my ultimate goal is to empower you to envision, plan, and execute your events and fundraisers more efficiently and creatively. As you get to know our company, myself, our tracks, and yourself, there will be some work to do at the end of the segment so that you can stay aligned with the ideas that come about during the tracks as you listen to, read, or watch them. Paid courses to the memberships will be launching as well, and our printables will be updated and featured here in the Fast Track series also. So please stay tuned for all the exciting new releases and freebies that were designed to save you time, money, and resources. Today's track is dedicated to fundraiser history. When we think about our fundraiser history, we are going to try to remember now your or now your feelings and experiences dealing with fundraising as mentioned in tracks number three and number four. And most importantly, why you felt or experienced those certain things. This will allow you as a planner to dig deeper into what you want your clients, customers, guests, and supporters to feel and experience for your events, fundraisers, and programs. Some questions you you can use to get a head start on the segment work are below, and my personal answers are in yellow. By being as transparent and truthful as possible, you will be able to feel free to learn from any mistakes you have made in the past. If you're not familiar with my fundraiser experiences, you may want to go back and listen to tracks number one and number two to get a feel of why I am very transparent with my past. This will also... um, maybe help you be more transparent with yours. This will also speed up your ability to heal from the experience if it was a bad one or or if it was embarrassing. This will also help you laugh at yourself for any mistakes and most importantly, learn that you could do better next time. So uh, moving on, we'll start with question number one. What is your earliest recollection of fundraising or assisting with anything fundraiser related? And here's my answer. My parents were always active in my schooling and loved being involved in the parent-teacher organizations that were created to ensure student activities and fundraising were executed. My earliest recollection was when I was in kindergarten and during the meetings, I was asked to go around and sell books for a dollar. If I met my goal, I get to choose any book that I wanted. At the end of a particular meeting, I was so stoked because the librarian ended up letting me choose 10 books instead of one, and I lugged away all the science textbooks and science books I could get my hands on. So even as a little kid, I was already involved in fundraising and was aware of what I was doing. Question number two, was this early experience a good, bad, or neutral one? 
Um, And my answer says, this was a great one. It was one of the first instances where I felt the entrepreneurial spirit and had an understanding of what a fundraiser was. As the librarian explained that they received the books by donation and wanted to fundraise with them to purchase some fun carpets for the different sections of the library. And I just remember when they when they finally brought the carpets in, they were so beautiful, very colorful, had a lot of little um, activities on it that you could do while you're reading or with um, some of the quiet time toys that were there in the library. So that was just such a fun memory that I have of um, my early fundraiser experiences. Moving on, question number three is, what is your worst recollection of fundraising or being a part of a fundraiser? And mine was not necessarily during a fundraiser event or program, but how I felt hurt from some bad news. So during the final practice day of my senior graduation ceremony, our principal came up to us and announced to all of us that all of our funds that we've been raising had been stolen. So this was the funds that we worked our asses off for four years to generate. And the majority of the fundraisers were chaired by me and my friends who were, and we were also um, position holding students within the student body. So my heart sunk. I was angry. I was lost for words. And I was disappointed in the administration who was responsible for the funds being stolen. I was also nine months pregnant then and was absolutely furious. So I had to sit and breathe as I felt like contractions were happening. That's how angry I was. Um, At the time, I felt that this news was way bigger, bigger than what was said to us, and that not one person could have just been responsible. But I have forgiven. Um, I just never can forget what has happened to us because um, we trusted these adults to conduct business as appropriately um, as possible. And bottom line, they let us down. So to this day, many of the details are still kind of blurry, um, unpublished, as well as kept secret. And a lot of the money owed to us has still not been returned. And this is the money that we were supposed to be using for our 10-year reunion, which is actually coming up next year. So it's still something I try to discuss because situations like this, unfortunately, happen very often. And um, it's something that people would need to either hear and understand because they might be going through the same thing. And it's absolutely nothing you should be embarrassed about because if you weren't in directly involved with the stealing of the funds, it it's not your problem. So please do, if you feel like um, you are having trouble with reporting someone who you suspect might be doing the same thing, we're going to be talking about that as well in another track. And we're going to um, come up with some signs that will be red flags of how you can detect that um, and prevent that from happening. Um, so question number four was, what is your most embarrassing recollection of fundraising or being a part of a fundraiser? And this one is kind of tough to talk about because the most embarrassing memory I have was not during a fundraiser or event, but something that happened afterward. And again, you may want to review track number two to have an understanding of the things that I went through during the time with my ex, um, my, my, the father of my kids. So, It was during our son's first grade year that we raised some money for his school with a haunted house production. Um, My ex and I were both parent-teacher organization officers, and we were tasked to hold on to the funds to purchase some equipment. 
Unbeknownst to me, my ex had touched the funds in my safe and stolen hundreds of dollars out of it. I cried. I screamed at him. I was embarrassed and hurt because he took and spent it on who knows what. And um, this was the time where he was working on his recovery to methamphetamines. And there I was thinking he was making progress. Um, So I had to use my business funds um, to my profits to replenish the money and purchase the equipment that was that the fundraising was intended for. So replacing the money was just a small portion of my worries. We were position holding officers entrusted to secure items for the children of the school. And my partner wasn't to be trusted though. I thought he was because he was on a, on a good path, had some really great mentors to follow. But of course, if somebody can't and is not ready to help themselves as much as all their loved ones want to, they will not. Um, they will not be do. They will not be able to do so um, if others are the ones pushing them towards getting better or getting healthier. They will have to be the ones to make up those um, decisions on their own in order to really get their road to recovery uh, on a great track. So, um, going back to that that statement. Um, We were position holding officers entrusted to secure items for the children of the school, and my partner wasn't to be trusted. Oops, sorry, that's that's my ringtone. That means that there's more work coming about. All right, so let me put this on silent real quick. Awesome. And um, I was, again, my partner wasn't to be trusted. I was so hurt because he made it seem like he was doing well with the recovery of his drug addiction. And I was so ready to turn him into the police um, for stealing from from the parent-teacher organization. Uh, But within a few days, he was able to pay my company back. But that was another incident that got me closer to terminating my toxic relationship with him. And again, a lot of that story is in track number two, if you're interested in learning more about me and my past. Um, all right, moving on to number five. What is your worst recollection of supporting or attending a fundraiser? How could you have improved the situation? How could you have, how could your host have avoided or improved the situation as well? And again, these questions are directed to people who are fundraising and fundraiser planners or event planners. Maybe you're a coach or a teacher and you're an advisor for a club or, or an organization. So the one of the main things we know as planners is the only way people will support us is if we support other people as well. So you got to keep that in mind also, okay? Um, my answer was, the memory I observed was seeing that a family had fought over who would receive the proceeds of a fundraiser. And it just broke my heart to see them arguing about it and that they didn't know how to mediate the situation. Um, so this is this is another service that we offer here at Funforte because when it comes to fundraising, we advise the beneficiaries uh, on the fairest way to conclude where the funds raised will go, including how much, how often, and why it should be so. The host could have avoided the situation by agreeing to these um, similar set of terms above that we've mentioned. Um, beforehand rather than afterward, because sometimes people will see how well a fundraiser is doing. And then that's the only time that they want to come in and say, hey, this is how much I'm owed. This is how much we should repay. Or, um, you know, we need to pay the this certain portion of the fundraiser or this certain element of the event. And um, they may have doubted how well your fundraiser m- would have gone. So, 
that's the only time that they chip in when or they, you know, give their their own two cents was when they see that the fundraiser actually worked. And that is absolutely not fair. So again, um, the best way to avoid situations that I've explained is to come up uh, come up with and agree to terms um, beforehand rather than afterward. Um, usually we do that by percentage as well as how much um, a certain element of the organization has chipped in, whether it's a person using their own funds or a portion of funds set aside for the particular fundraiser. Um, as long as everything is paid back and things are squared out, then it would be a good idea to work again as a team for another fundraiser. And if that fundraiser didn't do too well, then you might have to go back and um, review what could have been done better, as well as maybe another um, and other team members to work with in the future. All right. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well in the upcoming tracks. Question number six, what is your favorite fundraiser memory? And, um, I have several that I can save for other tracks uh, again, but my favorite was when my mom, her name is Eloise Camacho. Um, she would do fundraisers for schools by selling Avon products. And if you're not too familiar with what Avon is, it's a brand where, um, it's a home and beauty brand. So they sell, um, a lot of great, great products that you can use on the daily. So, she climbed her ranks through fundraising with Avon, and she would do so by giving the schools great commission deals, um, throwing pizza parties for the winning classes, and giving prizes out to all the top performers of the fundraiser. So she was amazing and was recognized for her achievements in local magazines and at the national and global Avon offices, where she even won prize money and a and was able to take my dad on a cruise vacation. Um, our, our family was very supportive of her efforts. And I remember our house being filled with Avon boxes that she had to get a new car. She hired assistants, um, box trucks would come by to offload all of her orders. We'd have to raise canopies and section out each part of the house, garage and the canopies to fill the orders properly. Um, I remember even getting paper cuts from having to use the paper, um, and the paper bomb to help her fill her campaign booklets. And um, seeing her coordinate fundraising programs like that inspired me to be very active in raising money for my class and organizations that I was a part of. So you could actually say that her um, initiative in fundraising with Avon is what kind of sparked a lot of the Fun Forte um, movement and a lot of my ideas, my um, methods as well as um, the attitudes that we have here at Funforte because being raised by my parents uh, has helped me a lot with how I carry myself as well as the decisions that I make. And um, yes, I was a very stubborn kid, but, <laughs> but um, my parents did a really great job at raising me. I was just the one that was very curious and stubborn and wanted to learn those lessons on my own. And, you know, aren't we all? <laughs> All right, so moving on to question number seven. What is your most profitable fundraiser today? And this is a toughie because I, I wish I, um, like, I mentioned, like I mentioned in the blog, I wish I was keeping track of that sooner. So here's my answer. Um, again, the question was, what is your most profitable fundraiser today? And my answer is, one of my biggest regrets was not keeping track of how profitable my fundraiser plans and ideas were ever since I first started being involved in fundraising. 
I really just kept a mental tabs of the experiences, ideas, and um, probably some of the plans as well. And over the years, I learned that keeping data was important. But in 2017, my laptop with all my data and all my pre-made plans were stolen out of my car at my house. Then I learned another valuable lesson and that it's not just the data, but backing it up as well. <laughs> so I do remember, though, how much funds and value I have raised for myself and my, my own personal endeavors. So currently, the money I have raised for myself over a 10-year span is over $25,000. And these were garnered through contests, grants, scholarships, and awards. But, um, you know, that topic will be covered on another track. So I really hope you continue to stay tuned and... Um, I'll speak about how you can achieve them the same for yourself, your business, and or your clubs or organizations. So thank you so much for allowing me to share a bit of my fundraiser history with you. And I look forward to hearing or reading your answers as well. Uh, thank you again for following the Fun Forte Fast Tracks blog, channel, podcast, and Facebook group. You can find all this content, submit your questions, contact us and more at www.fund forte.com that's f-u-n-d-f-o-r-t-e.com so please subscribe to the fun forte fast track membership at the web at the website as well for the free or paid plans and you can also follow us on facebook instagram twitter pinterest youtube and anchor for the freshest custom creative event solutions by fun forte thank you everybody and remember to make today a great one it's also ha halloween 2019 so uh, have a safe one please I'm your host, Beauty Camacho, the founder of Fun Forte.